Hello and welcome to a pair of Dice Lost podcasting channel. My name is Brendan and I'll be your storyteller for the evening. On tonight's episode, Cass continues to prove that time isn't a straight line. Marcy and Leonard prove that they are the most trusting souls on the planet and Liv plays Swister. Oh, and the gang does some casual corpse interrogation. This is Exalted vs. World of Darkness, Friendly Neighborhood Exalts, Season 1, Episode 8, Mortuary Science 108. You guys uh, beat up uh, Peter Giuseppe and his three goons who all had names, who if you guys ever track them down, we'll find out their names, uh, got the 10 grand that he had on him and are currently dragging him to uh, the nearby morgue that uh, Liv knows about. Oh, yeah. It was the plan, wasn't it? Yes, because you guys did send him down into Torpor, but did not murder him. Okay, so how do you guys end up getting him there? It, it is nighttime, but like... Well, how do the bodies normally come in? On a gurney in a body bag? There we go. I guess I'll go get a body bag. We, I'm sure we have those around. Yeah. Um, the, the morgue that you're going to is still like about five blocks away, though. How are you getting him from the alley to the morgue is actually my question. I see. Hmm. We could, uh, what is it, weekend at Bernie's this or something? <laughs> okay, so first off, yes, but also not while I'm drinking water. How, <laughs> how, uh, how beat up does this dude look? He looks bruised, and also you definitely don't want to bring any attention to his kneecaps, because Marcy did shoot out his kneecaps. I don't know what you're talking about. He's right there in the notes. I got you. Okay, um, can you clarify for me what Weekend at Burning is? Oh, never seen Weekend at Burning's? I have well, not. They, they, two guys think think they killed him, or they did kill him, and they've been parading this rich guy around like he's like alive and just drunk. They put sunglasses on him, and they're carrying him around to different places and like moving his arms and stuff, and it's basically like a limp, dead body. Okay, I certainly was thinking the exact same thing. I'm glad we were on the same page. Well, if we can't do that, so Brendan, can I make it a cult roll to find out what it means for a vampire to be in Torpor? Yes, and also, you guys are totally allowed to weekend at Bernie's him if you want to. Alright, well, well, that's a solid plan, but give me one second to roll this a cult roll. Um, you're not gonna know the term Torpor, I'm just using that as a, uh, a game mechanic. I got you. But, uh, basically, just find out information about him in this state. Yeah, yeah, you can totally do that. Uh, difficulty seven, since you're having to recall it, and I don't think you have uh, eidetic memory. Question. Since my anima power talks about being able to destroy, being able to destroy torpid vampires, would I know what it means? Uh, no. You know that it is, like, charms and anima powers and everything basically are like things that you instinctually know that you can do. So like the most that you know that you can do is like, I know that I can take him out for good right now, but you don't know like about torpor and like what that, that actually means. That is five successes. You know, from popular fiction and reading uh, some occult things that kind of like how that, uh, how that sometimes like, Stuff for Supernaturals has, for whatever reason, been uh, disseminated into uh, the popular culture and, like, myths. Like, you know, staking through the heart is obviously a real thing. And that, uh, a lot of uh, uh, vampire myths and everything uh, speak about that. You know that vampires, when weakened to a certain point, will go into a kind of, like, coma while that they their bodies try to repair themselves and the easiest way to get them out of that is by feeding them blood gotcha follow-up question when they're in this state can they be like can they actually die from physical pain 
it depends on the pain. So say, for example, that I wanted to dislocate several bones to fold them up into an easier to carry way. Is that allowed? I'm so glad we had the same train of thought. Not bad. Depending on the bones, yes. Yes, I can do it, or yes, he might die. Yes to both, technically. It depends on which bones that you're trying to do this to. Just, you know, fold the, the extra bits in. I, don't, I won't snap his neck. Good news, you don't have to de dislocate the kneecaps, because they've already been blown out. They're already obliterated. Perfect. The main thing to watch out for is anything involving the ribs and the heart. Oh yeah, yeah. No, those will be those will be uh, those will be unaltered. But like basically any any movable joint that can be folded in to compact Mr. Giuseppe. Okay, so are you gonna like? What are you guys gonna do? Like how? Hey, Lenny, do you have your gym bag anywhere? Uh, I I do back at the dorm. Why? Can we can we put Peter in the gym bag and carry him? <laughs> I, I, I don't think he'd fit. Oh, well, he'll fit. Brit's face right now. Tell you what, Lane. Why don't you uh, go run and get your gym bag and uh, meet us back here in a few minutes? Well. If you want, Lenny, I'll go with you. Please and thank you. I don't want to walk alone. I will gladly go with you and we can uh, let them do whatever they need to get done. Have a nice walk. All right, and then. Two good people walk away. And then I used to dead eyes. Dude, part of my job is keeping the shit secret. <laughs> Perfect. So I'm gonna go ahead and roll to activate my spooky ghost eyes to let me break things easier. Okay. Yeah, I got one success. It, it's on. That's all I needed. If I recall correctly, through dead eyes gives me a plus two bonus for dice to either medicine rolls, or the most effective way to destroy something. Yep. So, uh... Yeah, you can, uh... You get that, that bonus to there. So, medicine roll? Or would you like something else? Unless, of course, you got something more relevant, yeah, medicine roll is gonna be the best thing to do. Then I'll go with that. Uh, so while that you're rolling that, and this is going on, uh, Christina... You guys are still in an alleyway, and there are still people passing by the alleyway. Oh, we'll, we'll try to find a more appropriate area for our uh, game of Twister. Yeah, I'll I'll let him shift them off, the Peter off to kind of like a more secluded and subtle area. And I'll just kind of like chill and keep watch um, at the edge of the alleyway. What you looking at? You never seen a guy dismember a corpse before? I'm I'm working here. He goes back. Uh, you you take him back uh, behind a dumpster, I guess. And, Sounds right. And Christina uh, uh, Cass is keeping watch out by the uh, the front of the the alley. Yep. Um. In in this process. Um. Oh man, actually, this is gonna get this is gonna get weird. Uh, roll me that. I, I actually need to see what that uh, you get on the roll here. Cool. That is pretty bad. But I think oh. it still works. Actually, no. That's a lot of ones. Yeah, I see six successes at difficulty six. And four ones. So that means it is only two successes. Is, uh, is oh, there... wait, and then plus two, right? From uh, oh. oh, wait, no, you did the... I added the ice. I added the dice. Is that how plus two works? Yeah, it, it works as uh, dice. Okay. Is there something I can use to re-roll something in this game? I forget. Um, you can use... So you can use willpower to declare it, uh, if you declare it before, uh, to give yourself an automatic success. I gotcha. Um, sometimes there might be charms that let you re-roll, um, but generally there's not a whole lot of re-rolling. It's a lot of, uh, hey, you did good or you, you didn't, so... 10-4. So you are managed with... I mean, you, you managed to do it. You managed... It, it's not pretty... I imagine there's lots of very loud cracking and popping. Yeah, that's what I was going to get to. Uh, because it's not a pretty or easy thing to do for you, a... Actually, no, you have, like, maxed out strength, don't you? Uh, yep. Strength 5. Yeah, okay. It 
it's not that it's not easy for you to do so much as you're not very good at doing it quietly. Like it's like maybe vampire bones are like a bit sturdier than I was used to. I gotta put a little bit more force behind it. Yeah, and then when you go, oh yeah, I'm gonna put a little bit more force behind it. Uh, there's Breck. like loud snapping. Yeah. Um, Christina, as that he's finishing up uh, one of the limbs, a pair of police officers uh, begin to walk down the alley, just straight past you. Hey, can you guys help me for a second? Uh, Christina, make me some kind of social role to get their attention. Uh, they uh, do. They just straight up don't notice you. Okay. Uh, uh, I don't know what social role you really want me to make. How are you going to be getting their attention? Well, if they're not going to respond to me talking to them, I'm actually going to run and, and like, kind of, like, tug on their shirt and be like, Hey, excuse me, I'm trying to, I'm kind of lost. Do you think you could help me find, insert, uh, Vinny's Pizza place here? Go for the gun, it gets their attention real quick. Don't go, don't do that, don't do that. They'll think a ghost is Cody, I think we've killed enough cops today. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna run up to them. If they're not listening to me, I'll be like, hey, and just kind of like tug the tip of their, like, their shirt sleeve. Be like, hey, I'm looking for Vinny Beattie's pizza place. I think I got lost and turned around. Do you think you could help me figure out where it's at? And I'll roll, I guess, manipulation and something? I don't know. Subterfuge? Uh, yeah, that'll work. Also have honey tongue, by the way. That lowers the difficulty on lying, right? Uh, with it, all subterfuge attempts gain one automatic success. Okay, yeah. Uh, roll at difficulty six. Wow. Wow. Well, on the bright side, I got one automatic success, but that, doesn't that is instantly reduced back to none because of your ones. The dice are not our friends tonight, apparently. Nah. Oh, no, they're not. Wow. Um, me, the medical student, rolled really awfully to, you know, manipulate bones and shit, but really great to know about vampire sleepy time. It's because of all those cuss words y'all use. I'm good at manipulation and subterfuge, and I just rolled like shit. Okay, just give me a second. I am literally trying to think of what that this would be. Oh, oh, it's the first DM break of the night, guys. We did it. Okay. Um, I've, I've got something. I've got something fun. So, you go to tug on one of the guy's uh, sleeves, shirts, whatever. Uh, you're you're smaller than them. Maybe they maybe they didn't notice you because of how short that you are. Who knows? Um, and as that you turn, uh, and as that you uh, pull on uh, the the shirt, both of them turn around and give you kind of like a death stare they do not look very happy at all about what the, what's going on define what's going on with me like trying to get their attention yep they do not look happy about what is going on with you trying to get their attention i look at them and i'm i'm gonna just give that kind of wounded like i i'm sorry i was your police officers i thought you were supposed to help people in need one of the um, give me a, you know what? Honestly, you're this close to them. You, you would notice they have a, they have a kind of pale look to them, uh, almost sickly. Cool. I'm going to see that and I'm going to use be kind rewind. <laughs> okay. We have to go back. How far back are you rewinding? Uh, uh, to before they even came up the the pathway, like while uh, lives breaking bones, like like right uh, sorry, let me let me phrase that, like you know when he pulled him behind the dumpster and I started to walk up to there, I'm gonna rewind to like right before we like broke off to our spots. You go back there. Cause I can't, I don't think I can quite rewind far enough back to when everybody was still there. Uh, it, that is still technically part of the scene, so yes, you could. Cool, then. If I can do that, I will go ahead and do that then. So I'm going to rewind to where all of us are still together. Uh, probably to, like, right when I mentioned, Hey, Lenny, don't you have a, a bag you can go and get? And he's like, yeah, I'll go, I'll go get it. And Marcy's like, I'll go with you to about there. 
Okay, so you basically go back to before the group split. What changes once that you're back there? As they're about to walk off, I turn and be like, wait, stop, don't go. There's going to be two vampires coming up dressed as cops into the alleyway. We need to get out of here now. I, I could punch them. Are, are we sure that they're vampires? They're pale, and they looked really cranky, and they seemed to be knowing some shit was going to go off. They could hear lid cracking bones and everything, so I'm not taking any chance of them to get out of here. So, so they're, are they friends of yours, Liv? Friends of four people with more time than I have. They're, I'm pretty sure they're vampires dressed as cops, or cops that are vampires. Doesn't matter, we need to get the body out of here now. By the way, Tyler, if you spent any uh, essence or uh, willpower on any anything from like cracking the bones and everything, you, you regain it because you've gone back in time. 10-4. I would like to sling... Yeah, I'm just going to sling the body over my shoulder like a sack of potatoes because why not? What day of the week is it, by the way? Friday. Oh, cool. It's a party day. Our buddy got super drunk, and we're carrying him home. We're literally doing the week, the the shit. We, we need to make him not look like Peter, though. I don't think you want me to do my way. Uh, knowing what the you know, Cass, um, with the timeline, with the cops coming by, you, do, you guys do not have that kind of time. We need to get out of here now. Like, now, now. They're on their way. They're going to be here soon. Alright. Do you guys just uh, weekend at Bernie's it, like, prop him up between two of you and, like, make him move with you all? And just be like, oh, my friend's so drunk, my friend's so drunk. I guess. Who, who is, uh, which two of you or which one of you is going to be the puppet master? Not me. Too short, not strong. Lenny, you and me have this, right? Uh, are Lenny and Liv about the same height? Liv is probably around six feet-ish. Probably not as tall as you, but, like, not short at all. Alright, yeah, that's close enough. Yeah, we got this, bud. Let's get our friend back to the dorms. Right. Alright, so, uh, let me think of what kind of... It's gonna be a strength and... What do you guys think? Athletics? Do you think that'd be a fun uh, thing, thing for you guys to both roll to see uh, if you guys can manage this? Sure, sure. I and mean, why not? Okay, so it's going to be a strength and athletics roll from uh, from both of you. I'm going to tally up the total number of uh, successes and uh, ones, like so. Each of them will count towards each other. Holy shit! Goddamn! Wow. But watch. Next time I want to like read a book or something, I'm going to like forget human language. <laughs> You're going to forget how to read. <laughs> and just like that, they became dyslexic. I think we got it. Yeah, with a cumulative 10 successes, I think y'all got it. 10 successes in strength plus athletics. New plan. We just throw him across the city to the morgue. Uh, oh, yeah, of course. Have a bow. <laughs> Technically, this would work. I think we'll just carry him, guys. Come on now. <laughs> so, no. you all. I'm not for carrying him. I'm just saying, as a last resort, I have a bow. If you hadn't rewound, that that is how that you guys would have gotten away with it. You would have just put his compacted body into the bow, shot it up on top of the uh, on top of the building, and then been like, "What body? I don't know." They all eat the mobster trick. And since they were ignoring me, why not? We could always hit. Oh, different plan. Can I have Simple Man Freebird carry him by the scruff of his collar? That is. So that's an adorable plan, but that is not going to work because now he's going to look yeah, like let's, he's let's being just, let's just do the uh, Let's up. just do the old uh, carry our friend back to the dorm room plan. Fine. So you guys managed to make the uh, fr- from the the alleyway. You guys managed to make it to the um, the morgue, uh, like four or five blocks uh, down the road. I love my be kind rewind ability. It's so good. That was pretty dope. That that was really good. That that was gonna get, that was gonna get hairy with uh it just being the two of you and like whatever those guys were, with your two vampire murdering weapons walking to go get a duffel bag. I don't know. We would have probably been okay-ish. So you you managed to get there. Um, I'm going to just say that uh, 
on the way there, Liv has informed you guys of like where to find uh, some spare body bags. Uh, who wants to go and try and get the body bag? I know right where they are. Gurney. So I guess we'll, we'll like get them there and then I'll go run and get the stuff since I know right where it is. I know from experience, $8,000 will have a guy leave them in the back of an alley for us. <laughs> but they're already inside the building. It, it, it's right here. It's fine. Also, you have a mortuary student with you, so... Yeah, so we'll do that. Unless anybody else has another idea. Nah, sounds good to me. Yep. Okay, so you go in. Uh, you get a fresh body bag. Uh, you greet the guy who is basically watching over the morgue and explain the basics of the situation. Um, I... <sighs> Like, like you, you make up a believable lie. Like, I'm not even gonna like worry about that too much. Insert medical jargon here. Insert medical jargon. Uh, Professor Kane wants me to uh, start working on autopsy stuff. Uh, I'm doing blah, extra. Blah, I'm doing, I'm doing some extra. Ex- getting some extra volunteer hours in. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Excellent. So you guys uh, come out with a body bag, or he comes out with a body bag. You load it up, and then. You get the gurney for the body, which now that you have a body in a body bag is extraordinarily easy to get. You slip through and you are now in an operating table. I am going to make a point to, is there any like paperwork or red tape I got to go through for this? Yes. Cool. I'm going to fill out a pretty detailed and obviously, and not, and pretty, I mean, obviously to us false, but pretty convincing story about uh, how the patient was like a, Member of uh, participant in gang violence and had both of his legs shattered by gunshot wounds and bled out. I mean, technically not false either. So uh, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna just give that one to you. You don't have to roll any kind of manipulation or anything. That that it's technically not false. The best kind of victory, a technical one. Okay, so uh, you guys have the uh, the operating room to yourself. Uh, the body bag is unzipped. Uh, there is the form of Peter Giuseppe uh, on the table. One of the things you guys notice uh, being that close to him, uh, as that I mentioned in the first time you guys saw him, he has kind of like, uh, almost like fucking raccoon ears that he is not wearing some kind of dumb hat thing. And he does in fact have a black stripe over his his eyes. Does he look like the guy that the, the team fought in the dumpster that one time? Yes, it looks exactly like that guy. I mean, I wasn't there, but I, I listened to the recording. I can just imagine him having like a white and black striped shirt and have like a big bag of stuff he's stolen and some shitty like bulk, like a cap on. He's like a robber. Yeah, besides that, uh, the only thing that you guys do notice that is different from him from uh, on him from normal people is that he's got fucking vampire fangs. What do you guys do? I said he's a raccoon vampire. What kind of rabies do you get from that? I don't know. You guys, I, I realized something a few minutes ago that I just want to take a second to share with the class. Uh, I've made a terrible mistake unintentionally. Oh. oh. Hey. hey, does anyone remember Steven Tyler? I, I know who you're talking about. He, he had a daughter, right? <laughs> I've made a mistake. It's fine, dear. Did you? <laughs> My entire character is a Leonard Skinner reference. You know what? And that's your you're mistake. Right. You're right. At least mine wasn't intentional. Sorry. Moving on. No, no, no. That's good. I like it. We'll turn this. We'll turn this episode into music appreciation, like 108. Classic rock history. Isn't uh, isn't 90s now considered classic rock too? Yeah. I heard Leonard Skinner. I mean, I heard Red Hot Chili the classic rock station yesterday. It hurt my feelings. Oof. So anyway, uh, torpored vampire. Liv, you're the doctor. How do we wake him up? Hmm. Well. Other for, other than my medical knowledge, uh, vampires like blood, right? Yeah, yeah we can teach them some of my blood. Uh, we can try it. I have this weird feeling that uh, if we give him some of your blood, he's just going to explode. <laughs> you you should have just let it happen. It would have been so funny. <laughs> so I don't think you're going to be the best option for that. And... There's a whole thing about vampires not that like the whole canonical weirdness about vampires not being able to drink dead blood. So I don't know if yours is really gonna work, Liv. Marcy? We don't know what Marcy is yet. Uh tell you what. Uh is there any blood samples in the morgue that are like 
not under file. Judging by the way I felt when I uh, crashed in and looked at you, Leonard, it was like a like a family look. I I don't know if my blood would work too. All vampires don't like angel blood. I, I guess mean, that makes. Sense. Is there a place where the morgue just has like blood samples or anything, even like stale blood? I'm gonna go with no. It wouldn't make a whole lot of sense for them to have uh, like. Yeah, fair enough. Not in large quantities, anyway. Yeah. Well, Lou's we just like, after uh, discussing it for a while and have not having a decision being made, Lou just kind of like picks up a scalpel and pokes his finger with it. I'm down to try to give it my blood. I'm Because uh, I'm pretty sure I'm not like the rest of you. I wouldn't want to impose. It's fine. I'll just deal with it. Kind of like stick my hand out. I just set the, uh, the scalpel down in front of her. All right. You know how I all that. Sure. Uh, so Cass picks it up and she just kind of winces as she... Actually, is the scalpel clean? That's a good question first. I would put down a, a clean one. Okay, I want a sterilized scalpel. I'm making that uh, abundantly clear ahead of time. Uh, so Cass will take it and kind of like winces. She pricks her finger and squeezes the, the end of it a little bit just so it'll beat up and a couple of drops into the vampire's mouth. Okay. Oh, hold on one second. I'm just gonna, you know, dislocate his limbs in case he tries to move. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's fine. You can do that. He's a, he's a fucking corpse. I'm not gonna ask you to roll on this. Body mechanics. Snap, crackle, pop. Alright, yeah, his legs and arm joints are just, you know... He, well, his knees are already shattered, but better safe than sorry. Okay, right. so you're dripping a few drops of blood down uh, in, into the open mouth, right? Yep, yep. Okay, as you do this, um, you do see that the body is beginning to convulse, and the snap-crackled-popped uh, limbs are unsnap-crackling and popping, almost like they are being done in reverse. Um, the blown-out kneecaps are beginning to remake themselves. Uh-oh. Uh, do you continue to feed him blood? I was only giving him a couple of drops. <laughs> I mean, that's why I asked. I was, only, I was only giving him, like, maybe three or four drops at best just to see what happened. What if we cut his limbs off? Maybe that'll do it. Out of instinct, I'm gonna punch him. Punch the vampire or punch me? The vampire. Okay. People aren't supposed to come back to life like that. Okay. Well, they all jump and shit. Yeah. Okay, totally bud. Real, real question here: Are you punching him to do damage or not? Just punch him. No. Just a normal punch. Okay, so you do a a a standard normal punch. He has punched the standard amount of damage. It does not kill him. Yes. Medium sized oof. And just punches it. The normal ten d ten of punching. I mean. I mean, if you want to do damage to him, you are welcome to. I don't suppose tying him down before we uh, continue feeding would be a smart idea. We can see where it goes. I'm, I'm confident that uh, the five of us together, there's no way he can beat us. No, but he could run away and tear a hole in the morgue and get back and tell everyone what we've done. That would be bad. I'm not sure he could run away either. Simple Man Freebird is pretty fast. I can't say that I'm an expert on vampire land speed, but if you feel comfortable, we can proceed. Okay, so you just did a normal punch on him? <laughs> yeah, like it was, it's like you said, it's a, ah! And then just a quick, like, whip punch, I guess? Quick, quick crack to the jaw. Yeah, like it definitely was not proper form to break anything. No. So is he, uh, like, unconscious again? He's been unconscious. Okay, he, he I just didn't started know healing. I just didn't know if he, like, had woken up or not. Nope. Not yet. Well, so cool. uh, I mean, while he's, I guess, for lack of a better word, regenerating and coming out of torpor, why don't we do the whole tying him down thing? Well, I'm also not an expert on the strength of the North American vampire. We'll see what I can find. I imagine it's probably decent, but eh, something to tie him down won't hurt. Because the other option is we just... You know. Believe it or not, corpses don't normally fight back. Table what's gonna work. Again, this is a morgue. The corpses don't normally fight back. I'm going to just, you know, put him in, just hold him down. Just, like, sit on top of him or something. Cutting off his limbs is also an option. That is a cruel and unusual option, Liv. Yeah, that's, that's a little... 
Liv just kind of looks at you with a deadpan stare and blinks a couple times, but doesn't respond. Can vampires bleed out? Because if you cut off his limbs, he's probably going to bleed out. And then we won't have him for whatever we needed him for. Here, just just let me... Let, let me do... And Lenny's going to just grab him and put him in a full Nelson. There, now he can't go anywhere. Very well. Probably could have also had Simple Man Freebird lay on top of him. That could probably work, too. Either way, as long as he's restrained, it's not that big of a deal. Okay, the, the corpse is now in a full Nelson. He is more or less restrained. Does he look like he's started regenerating anymore after that initial little bit? Um, you noticed that when that you gave some of your blood to him, the regeneration went much faster. It did begin to slow down as you guys started talking about uh, cutting his limbs off or putting him in a hold or whatever. But if you watch long enough, it does look like things are regenerating. Okay. I mean, I'm just gonna... I'm not giving any more blood. I'm actually, like, gonna find some gauze, wrap my finger up or something. I'm just gonna kind of keep an eye on him as he regenerates. You know that from uh, the rate at which he's going, um, you guys are probably gonna be here a couple hours if that's that's the plan. Uh, All right. Um, Using lightning calculator... Um, which lets me kind of, like, figure shit out quicker. Can I figure out how much blood I would need to give him, um, to get him back to at least talking, maybe? Like, a, a, I'm trying to think of, like, a good way to measure it, but, like, you know the amount of blood that they take for, like, blood tests and stuff like that? Or, like, uh... Like a, yeah, like a vial of it. Yeah, like a vial of it would definitely get him going. A dram? Sure. I, I guess. Uh, so, uh, guys, this is going to take a while. Uh, we're going to need to give him like a vial of blood if we're going to get him to, into talking speed. I can give him my blood. Unless you're still willing, Cass. I can just do the thing if somebody can just, just draw the shit out of me so I'm not sitting and just dripping into his mouth. Brendan, do you want me to roll to draw blood? No, I think you know how to do that. I'm glad we agree. So yeah, you do. I'll uh, draw some blood, and then uh, I guess I'll put it in a syringe and like squirt it into his mouth. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Give me just one second to roll something. Sure. Okay, um, so as you, you do that, um, the rest of him heals up, and he begins wildly thrashing in uh, Leonard's arms for about... Let's say about fifteen seconds. I'll just take a step back and let him let him get it all out. Finish his little tantrum. I'm going to assume that Leonard just holds on to him. Uh, you've had in t- you've had minutes to prepare this to like be a good hold. I was gonna say, would you like me to roll for it? Because I can roll for it. Um, considering that he managed to get actually one success on this, I'm going to say no. I don't need you to roll on it. Dope. He was rolling to see if he if he uh, if he frenzied or not when he came back out of torpor. Oh boy! Um, so it takes him about fifteen seconds to calm down and figure out his situation. And he does have a little bit of neck movement, and he sees you all, and he just kind of goes, "Oh, gee, fucking hell! These fucking kids again! Jesus! Yo, it's such a pain in my fucking ass!" Have you guys met him before? Yes. Yeah, it's our buddy Peter. Good afternoon, Mr. Pacific. How are you tonight? Well, I'm being held down by uh, Big Strong behind me, so... uh, Hey, Big Strong, could you uh, maybe uh, scoot it a little bit more to the left? I got a a crack in the back that's just been bothering me for years now. I am going to go ahead and take the opportunity to just, like, do a backbend to just crack his whole back for him. There, there is multiple loud poppings as the dusty spine of a vampire is cracked multiple times, and he just goes, "Ah, ah, ah, ah! That, that's the fucking spot. Ah, that's almost, that's almost as good as a nice drink. Damn, damn! All right, kitties, uh, ladies, gentlemen, gent, my new masseuse. I see that you all have me in a pretty awkward fucking position. Uh, what, what can I help you with? The Giovanni family." Uh, yeah, what about them? What do you know about them? Well, they, uh, 
Listen, you guys got me a little bit uh, over, over over a barrel, so to speak. We're just uh, gonna like move next to him without of kicking range, but just like keep a good eye locked on Cass to like see if there's any like signs of anything in case he gets out of line, gets a little bit ornery. There aren't any barrels around. Oh, don't don't worry, don't worry, buddy. You you'll be in a good job being a barrel. So listen, guys, I'm. If I start spilling my guts to you, and trust me, I'd love to be able to spill my spill my fucking guts to you. You guys have uh, you you all have fucking kicked my ass multiple times now. I, Mister Giuseppe knows when that he's fucking beaten, and Mister Giuseppe knows how not to get killed. Are you saying you're not going to tell us the information? Because I can tell you, you were laying on that table, and we could have killed you. So right now, we're sparing you. In the hopes that you can give us information. But if you can't provide that, then you are as good as dead. So you're no, not no. really doing a good job at surviving right now. Wait, I thought we were just helping him because it was the right thing to do. Yeah, this is the right thing to do. So, uh, listen, scary lady. Um, I was just trying to go about in a, in a way to make sure that you all understood my situation. And I totally get where you're coming from. I gotta be useful, and if I'm not useful, then like, what's the point? That you know, that's how that's how the fucking mafia works anyway. So, but here's the thing: if I tell you all, I would be betraying them. So, if I do tell you all, I need to have some kind of guarantee that old Peter's not gonna get like you know ashed out in the fucking sun. You get me? I mean, I don't have a reason to kill you if you give me information and don't get in my way. And I'm not planning to tell anybody where I got said information from, if that helps. Hippocratic oath and all that. Do no harm. Think of it like a privacy policy. Okay, okay. I can uh, I can dig with that. Um, so, like, more what I was hoping for is maybe being able to bargain with, uh, with you guys about maybe, I don't know, joining your crew? Cash just kind of looks to the other three about when, when he asks about that. Wait, what, are we a crew? Is that what this is? Have I been deceived? Oh, you guys are definitely a crew. I, I think we're more like a team. I just fell on their table. Nah, you're my angel sister, remember? Or cousin? Yeah, probably angel cousins. Oh, is is that what y'all are? Yeah, that would that would fucking explain it. Let, let's let's put this bluntly, Mister Giuseppe. What uh, what resources do you bring to this crew, as you say? Well, I got contacts in the in the vampire underworld. I know my way around uh, the the nightlife. I know how to make money, and I know where to get it. And honestly, y'all like he kind of nods to. Uh, he he does his best to nod to Leonard, and he just goes, "I'm like honestly, this guy, uh, th- like I, I know when the, when the, we're fucking beat, like th- this guy iced fucking uh, Raymond the other night, like when the, he went all fucking anime on him, like I know I, not to, not to fuck with people. I don't, how 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 did I ice him? You killed him. Oh." I've seen someone in some terms means that you, you killed them, you off them. But I didn't use any ice. Uh, Leonard, do you know the rate at which the human body uh, becomes cold? No. That's the origin of the expression. When you're alive, you're warm. When you're dead, you're cold. Hence, you iced him. Oh! Does that make huh. sense? It, it's a slang term. I guess. All right. Well, now that we're uh, all caught up on how the figures of speech work, um, what do you say? Like, you know, I can be like your contact in the vampire world. Lenny's going to look to Cass and live like a kid at a pet store. Can our new friend join our team? I don't see a problem with it. So long as, you know, and she she looks at Peter as like as long as someone doesn't step out of line. I mean, yeah, yeah, I'm 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 okay with that. Uh so uh Hold on, listen. Hold on everyone. I think we're getting a little ahead of ourselves here. Oh here's yeah, how- yeah, yeah, of course. I gotta get you all some information, right? Yes, here's here's how this is gonna work. You're gonna tell us everything you know. 
and then we'll decide if you want to work our time or not. Please begin. All right, yeah. So, uh, uh, tell you what, uh, can I can I put my own offer on the table? Um, maybe if all the information that I give you is good, uh, maybe I can get a little. Uh, kind of looks around and, and he sees any kind of like looks to what between specifically Cass and Liv, and he just goes, maybe I could get a little sip, eh? And kind of flashes his vampire fangs. Liv is going to look to Cass pretty intently, with, like, uh, expecting something. So, uh, I already gave you a nice little, uh, vial, so if you need some more, that's going to be on Liv. I said I could give him some. Yeah, 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 the big boy would work, too. How much is, uh, how much you need? Well, how about that? Oh, maybe just, like, uh, let's go with, like, two seconds of sipping. We're giving him too much power here. He's earned nothing yet. I can also offer up some if, uh, need be. It, it's gonna be one of those, you're really not in a position to bargain too much. At the moment, you have literally no leverage. Yeah. Because yeah. we could just kill you now. Granted, we don't get the information we want, but there's plenty of other people out there. And she puts a weird emphasis on people. There's nothing stopping you from getting out of this room, turning tail and running and telling, telling all your little friends, and then we're, we're shit out of luck, rather. He thinks about it, and just kind of nods and goes, L- listen, g- kids, guys, guys, I was just, uh, I'm just trying to sweeten the pot here for me. I'm yeah. gonna help. It's not off the table but a lot's gonna depend on what you tell us okay uh what do you want to know you guys specifically want to know about the giovannis right the giovannis and uh the slave trade going on okay uh so the giovannis are a mafioso family from uh from italy they came over on a boat uh, a couple decades ago uh, unlike some of the other crime families in town, they deal in a little bit more shadier things. Uh, they actually run some of the, uh, the local blood trade for the, uh, for the, uh, the high society vampires. Um, they like dealing in ghosts and spooky shit. Don't, I, I'm, I'm not into that, but they, they put me on the payroll. Like, I'm, I'm on the payroll, but I'm not, like, in their little clique, you know? Like, I'm not, I'm not a Giovanni. I'm a, I'm a guy who, who's on the payroll. I'm a hired muscle. You're Giuseppe. Yeah, so, uh, with that in mind, like, uh, so what else do y'all need to know about the, 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 about, about the, the, the mafia around town? If I could ask, what are you doing with ghosts? Uh, I'll, I'll be honest with you, uh, dude. I don't, I don't track in in that kind of stuff. It is not within my. Uh, it, it, it's not something that that, that I like to to do. Uh, or I don't even think it. it's anything I can do. But you know something about it. I know that they, uh, the Giovannis, deal in ghosts, and you that's about that it. You you would have to get a. Uh, You'd you'd probably have to get uh, either either Giorno or Saul or even the, the the big the big boss to to come down and talk to you about that. Giorno Do you know where their home field's at? Do I know where their what is at? Their home field, where they play. Where do they work out of? Their headquarters. Oh yeah 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 I can. Uh... Also, Brendan, I'm keeping a very careful eye on him as he talks, looking for any ticks that might indicate that he's lying. Okay. Okay. So, uh, all right. So if I tell you all where that, uh, where that he fucking works, uh, or where they are, where they, where their hideout is, I need, uh, like, an absolute promise that you all are not going to, like, turn me the fuck into them. Once we guarantee that your information is correct, then we'll handle that. All right, then. Um... So is that a yes or no? Like, I'm not hearing anything here. That's because you haven't gotten an answer yet. You'll know when we know that you're telling the truth. Okay, but, like, how can I tell the truth here on sensitive information? information is viable, if it is good, if you're not lying to us, then I don't see a reason to turn you over to them. If he's lying to us, then we wouldn't be able to find them to turn them in. So he wouldn't be worried about it. Honestly? 
we can't make a guarantee that we're gonna what we will or won't do until we know that you're telling the truth and not screwing us. I won't turn you in, bud. If that's not if that's not enough for you, you have nothing to bring to the table to stop us from doing whatever we want. Yeah, but if I don't Ugh use these days. That's not how you treat friends, guys. Don't worry. I won't turn you in. I'll just come back and punch you really hard. That means you die. If you're lying to us. I, I won't turn him in either. Just, just in case you weren't clear, Mr. Giuseppe, him punching you really hard means you die. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely aware of that. Uh, so, okay, so I give you the information, and then you all verify that it's true, and then you all promise not to turn me in, and we get to be friends, right? That's the yeah. deal, so I'm telling the truth, right? Yeah, we're already friends. I don't see a problem with that. At the moment, those terms are acceptable. All right, then. Uh, so the Giovanni gang meets up uh, at Del Posto uh, off uh, at the near the uh, west side of Brooklyn. It's uh, near the seaside. It's a fancy-ass Italian restaurant. Uh, that's where they like to meet up at. Uh, they do have some meetings that are for Giovanni uh, only, like for the, 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 the deep family. Uh, they do meet up in the basement of Del Posto. I will let you all know this, uh, that I do not know where the, the entrance is uh, to the basement, but it, or to their, to their lair, but it is definitely not the actual basement. There's like some more hidden architecture there. Is it a big group of them that meets up there? Like, what are we looking at numbers wise? I mean, besides the... Besides, besides the the high class vampires on the other side of town, uh, we we don't really do a whole lot of meet and greets. Like, there's not a whole lot. Like, there, there's some uh, there's there's some goons like like my, like my guys that I had with me. But uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe three, maybe four tops. Uh, the Giovannis don't. Uh, they 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 don't. They all don't get get the fuck along. What are the Giovannis? Vampires like you? Um, they're a different like uh, they're a different vampire family. Like they're they're not like me. I uh, my the 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 gal who turned me said that we're from uh, that we're what happens when the vampires and werewolves fall in love. Noted. We could be we could be dealing with some particularly old and powerful vampires here. Yeah. Uh, if the rumors are to, are to be true, uh, Papa Giovanni, the the guy who runs the outfit around here, he's been in town for decades, if not centuries. He might have actually been here before anyone like decided to make New York, uh, you know, New York. Oh, he's old. He can't be that hard to fight. Can I? Can I? Logically, based off of literally like actual vampire movies that exist nowadays surmise that older vampires are probably stronger. Yes, and also he was about to say that. Yeah, like, uh, bud, the, the, the older the vampires get, remember, we don't actually, like, physically age. We still keep all the musculature of being young and strong and virile and everything. So, like, we get older, we get stronger. By, by the way, can you, oh. like, let me out of the chokehold? Like, this is getting a little uncomfortable. Afraid not. Um, I'm gonna let him out of the full Nelson. But before he can drop to the ground, wrap him into a bear hug. Oh, oh, that like like he literally just drops his arms and he looks like he's about to just start stretching them out. And then he gets into a bear hug and he's like, oh, oh, that's nice. That that's nice and warm. That's a little weird, honestly. But it's more comfortable, right? Yeah, sure thing, bud. Uh he looks he looks at the girls. Is is this boy is is he always like a hugger like this? I'm just gonna shrug and just look at him and be like, I haven't really known them very long, so beats me. You ever see a dog, Mr. Giuseppe? It's a really nice dog. Yeah, there was a there was a big one in the in the alleyway a couple nights ago, if I remember. Yeah, like a really nice, big, friendly dog. Until he bites you, then he rips your throat out. He's friendly until he's not. Oh well, that's not intimidating at all. <laughs> I don't rip people's throats out. Brenda, does it seem like he's been kind of on the up and up with us this whole time? Uh, you, you roll, uh, 
wits and subterfuge to see if he's been lying. Difficulty six. Damn, four successes. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I know that he has said some stuff uh, that out of character, uh, at least I know Christina knows is not fucking true. Um, but to the best of his ability, he's been telling you all the truth. At least the truth as far as he knows it. I'm going to look at the group and say, seems like he's more or less been on the up and up with what he's told us. Now comes the problem of where to keep him. He can bunk with me. Oh, good question. Bye, 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 so I keep like having to investigate it myself. What's Papa Giovanni's real name? His first name. Isn't it Papa? Uh, he's going to look at you and be like, I I'm sorry. I, I actually don't know. Uh, they the Everybody there calls him Papa. Uh, I know they got the, the newbie uh, Giorno and then uh, Baby Hands, who, uh, and he points to Liv, uh, who uh, you fucked up. So I guess he's Baby Hand now. That's fine. I just figured I'd ask before I have to do this. And I'm going to do uh, my name pilfering technique. Okay. Well, I only had to get one success, and I got one success. So uh, I know his name. And I have it for two days. If I so choose so. Um, give me just a moment. And, uh, Lenny, I know you think when I say, uh, well, he can't just be out and about free. If he gets out, he might run and ruin the entire plan. We have to restrain him somewhere. I mean, if he runs, I, I could probably track him down pretty easily. As well as, uh, Simple Man Freebird. Quickly enough so that he won't go and tell the entire city about what we're doing. We can take him to my parents' house. Lenny, I don't think you want a vampire alone with your family. Nah, it'd be fine. He's nice enough. I imagine her putting her hand out and kind of, like, looking like she's pulling literally on a string until, I guess, the words almost, like, come into her hand and uh, it just appears written on her hand. Okay. So when you do that, uh, you get the name Francis Milliner. Oh, his name's not even Giovanni. Huh, interesting. Well, I mean, you know, th this shit happens. It's it just, you know, not every person in the Genovese is a, is a Genovese born and bred. It's just kind of how, how, how mafia stuff works, you know? I guess it would also make sense if he's so old, he'd have to change his name multiple times. That's fair also. Alright, so uh, I've given you all the information here, uh, so am I free to go then? We've, we've got to take you somewhere where you won't run away while we investigate? Yeah, that's a word. Investigate. I'm just going to look over at Liv and kind of give him the look of, you know, are you satisfied? I suppose this will do for now. Where are we taking him? Did we decide on that? No, not really. Hmm. So, uh, I, I got a, I got a safe house I can, I can dip out to. I can give you all the address and you can, uh, come check on me if you want. I mean, I imagine y'all gotta go prepare to go beat up my old bosses. So, maybe a little drink for the road? Better idea. Show us where it is. We'll just tie you up there. Where my safe house is? Yes, where no one should find you. You can't have the freedom of movement to just come and go. As soon as we leave, you could go and tell everyone. We have no guarantee that you'll be there when we return. Alright, so like, fair, but also like, there's gotta be a little bit of give and take here. Like, I've given you all a lot of stuff. Uh, maybe put a little bit of trust in, in your old pal Peter here? We, we could just walk him there. We don't really have to tie him up. But if we walk him walk there, we'll definitely know where it's at. I don't, don't worry, think he don't get, isn't the problem. I don't think he gets anything out of if he tells anybody that he told us what he told us. I think it'll be just as dangerous for him as it would be for us. Lenny's got a point. Like he doesn't really have much of a reason to cross us after he's just told us all this information. It kind of would hurt him in the long run. Liv just kind of sighs and looks to everyone else. Whatever you all like to do. I'm just trying to be cautious. Because now we're the only people that's standing between him and his team, and he just handed us his team's playbook, and Unless he lied now we've got us. an offensive strategy. Unless he lied to us, Lenny. 
uh, he, like I said, he seems like he's on the up and up about everything that I can tell. Um, so I'm gonna go out on a limb and trust him. And if that trust is misplaced, well, then Peter gets to reap the repercussions of it. So, uh, you gonna let me go there, uh, bear hug guy? I mean, yeah, I'll let you go. And I'm gonna give him a warm, friendly squeeze before letting him go. Oh, oh, oh boy. Uh, once he's out, he, he stretches and, uh, moves his arms and just kind of looks to you all and just goes, so, uh, should we, should we take the, the back exit? I mean, I think it might be a little bit weird if the, uh, the guy, the guy up front, uh, you know, saw four people walking in and five people walk out, you know? We're gonna need you to get back in the body bag. Uh, <laughs> just, just stay still and I'll get you out. And it'll all be fine. But I'm gonna need to get back in the body bag. Okay, but this is this is taking a lot of uh, a, a lot of trust here. Um, give and take. Right? Um, I'm gonna go over to him, and uh, when he says it's gonna take a lot of trust, and I guess like offer my hand towards him in the gesture of you can have a little drink if you just do it. Okay. Oh no. <laughs> Um, Brendan, do any of us know that this might be a problem? I already said it was a problem earlier. At least for would, for Lenny. Would I know if it would be a problem since it's my own blood and uh, my own exaltation? Uh, no, not really. Kind of the, the point of this game is that you, you don't really know. No, don't. He's he. We're trusting him with this. He needs to trust us. I'll just uh, take my hand back cautiously and just kind of nod with a shrug afterwards. Okay. Okay. He he's gonna he's gonna climb back into the body bag and he's gonna like oh oh man this is did you get like a size too small for me is this a this is a little like oh you know what it was you all blew out my fucking kneecaps okay this is like a child's body bag blood that helped get that back for you yeah yeah I appreciate it maybe maybe we could have uh maybe we could have dinner a little bit later so are you gonna zip me up or what I'm gonna just keep talking until you all zip me up oh that's a nice that's a nice body bag feel there. So our theme song for this season is Epic Blockbuster 2 by Raphael Crux. Other music in the episode was provided by Knight of Fire, Kai Engel, Kevin McLeod, and Raphael Crux. If you'd like to contact us, you can hit us up at a pair of dice lost at gmail.com or on Twitter at a pair of dice lost. Also, did you know that by sharing, commenting, and reviewing our things, you can help us get out to more people? Seriously, retweets make us smile, and new listeners to engage with is why we do this. We've got an up-in-the-air schedule coming up with D&D having just gone on hiatus, so look forward to either more Exalted or one of our other online campaigns. And for making it this far, take some fucking stunt die. I saw that cool shit you just did.